the Dominicast at Dominican College Port Stewart. Hello everyone, welcome to the Dominicast, your go-to source for insightful discussions on education and beyond. I'm your host, Thomas Eiliff, and alongside with me is Dylan Corbett. We both appreciate all of you for tuning in to listen to this podcast. Today we're going to be looking at the topic of GCSE subject choices, something that our current year 10 pupils and parents will be all too familiar with. In particular, we want to use this episode of the Dominicast to showcase the great range of subjects we offer in school. In particular, we want to shine the spotlight on OCN subjects. What are they? Who are they for? And what do they mean going forward in the future? This episode serves a dual purpose. Not only is it a valuable resource for pupils and parents, but it also acts as an assessment piece for our current year 11 students who are taking OCN IT applications. The Dominicast in this instance serves as an educational tool, allowing students to showcase their skills and understanding in a real world context. As we navigate through the world of OCN subjects, our aim is to provide comprehensive information that helps in the decision-making process for GCSE subject choices. We understand the importance of these decisions and are committed to offering insights that inform both pupils and parents. Before we dive into our main topic, let's kick things off with a quick roundup of the latest news. Hello everyone, John Joe here from Year 11. It's time for a roundup of the latest news around school from the beginning of Term 2. Open night was a big success when we welcomed over 700 pupils and parents to DCP to showcase education done in the Dominican way. It was great to see so many people from a wide range of primary schools and we look forward to hopefully seeing many of you in September. Before Christmas, it was also a very busy time around school. Our annual choral service was a roaring success. It was another sellout show. Well done to all who took part. We also had a teacher-student badminton competition on the last day of term. A few tight matches, but I think the students might have just came on top. Well done also to our under-14 Gaelic team who reached the Brother Sharky Shield final. A great achievement. Outside school, special mention to our Year 11 student Thomas, who was recently named as Rathmore Golf Club's Junior Player of the Year. Do you have a new story to share? Why not let us know? Message our Facebook page and we'll be more than happy to share your successes. And lastly, in the world of recruitment, DCP is looking for a new principal. Do you have what it takes to lead DCP into the future? For, for more information and application packs, please contact us using the details in our job advert, available on Facebook and our school website. As always, don't forget to check out our website, Twitter and Facebook pages for all the latest news around DCP. Welcome to Port Stewart, a breathtaking coastal town along Northern Ireland's stunning Causeway Coast. A broader picture of Port Stewart, we believe in supporting the heartbeat of this incredible community. We are passionate about fostering growth, celebrating local talent and showcasing the charm of this beautiful town. As a proud sponsor, we're dedicated to developing the spirit of Port Stewart contributing to its vibrant art, culture and sport. Together, let's paint a brighter future for this seaside gem. Join us at Border Picture Portster. Let's capture the Border Picture. Hi guys, it's Cody from Year 11. Today I will be reading three riddles throughout this episode of the podcast for the listeners' competition. The first person that solves all three riddles and reports back to Mr Coyles with all three answers will win a prize. Best of luck to all Hi guys, it's Tetsu from Year 11 here. We're just taking a short break from the podcast today about one of our sponsors. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Shanti, located on the Remore Headport Rush. Experience exceptional dining with fresh, local ingredients and breathtaking views. Whether you crave seafood delicacies or savory classics, Shanti offers a gastronomic journey against the backdrop of the stunning Port Rush Beach. Bookings available on their website or also on their number 75 
944-326-77. Give them a call to secure your table now. Hi guys, this is the first riddle of today. The man who built it doesn't want it. The man who bought it doesn't need it. And the man who's using it doesn't know he was using it. What am I? Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name is Leon and we're just going to be taking a quick break from the podcast just to tell you about our up and coming events. As we all know, the year 10s will be picking their GCSEs. This can be a very nerve-wracking time, but trust me, it's not that bad. I remember when I was picking mine and I was wondering if I should just do what my friends are doing. But don't. Trust me. Just do the stuff that you want to do. I know we are just back from our Christmas holidays, but don't forget half-term holidays are coming up mid-February. That's all for now. Be sure to keep an eye on our social media's school website and Sims Parents app for all the latest upcoming events. As we navigate through the world of OCN subjects, our aim is to provide comprehensive information that helps in the decision-making process for GCSE subject choices. We understand the importance of these decisions and are committed to offering insights that inform both pupils and parents. So grab a pen, take some notes, and let's get into the podcast. Hello, my name is Callie. I am joined by Caleb and we are Year 11 students currently undergoing an OCN course in IT applications. Today we'll be listening to the opinions and experiences of teachers and students on OCN subjects they are undertaking. This is to help your tens understand OCN courses and help them decide if they want to do any OCN courses and if so, which ones they would want to choose. We are here with some students and teachers who take part in OCN subjects. So could you please introduce yourselves and tell us about your experience with OCN subjects? Hello, uh, my name is Mr. Coyles and I teach IT applications at year 11 and 12 at the minute and I also teach courses at year 13 which are natural progressions from those courses. Hi, I'm Cal McCurgan and I'm currently doing um, drama and vocational skills which drama is a BTEC but vocational skills is an OCN so I'm sure I can provide some information on that. Hello, I'm Tamika and I do RA and vocational skills and also business. Hi, I'm Roshin and I also do RE and vocational skills. Hi, I'm Thomas and I do IT applications. Hello, my name is Chris Anderson and I teach OCN RE at GCSE. Okay, thanks for introducing yourselves. Do you think OCN subjects are less stressful than GCSEs? From my perspective, from a teaching perspective, I certainly find that the, the planning and preparation for, for some of the OCN subjects can be less stressful sometimes because it is more of an open format there's not a very prescriptive you know specification that we have to follow i'm not under the pressure of preparing for an exam and i can allow students to be a bit more creative in what they do so i don't have to have a one-size-fits-all approach for everybody so from my perspective i find it sometimes less stressful to deliver the course because there's a lot more freedom in the way of which the courses can be run but i'd be keen to hear about your experiences of actually being on the other side of that then so how have you found that i know you do creative arts for example Cal. Yeah. Creative arts is it's quite fun. I mean, it does require you to be quite smart and know what know what task is on hand and get it done by the by the due. But it is it's quite fun to do. And there's no exams for it. Obviously, it's all about getting your work done. And what about the deadlines to make and rushing in the vocational skills or RA? Do you find that they're hard to stick to, or is it very much a case of just keeping up with it in class? Well, if you're like at this, if you're there like all the time, I think it'd be grand. But if you miss class, I think it's very stressful that you're like, oh, I have to catch up, if you know what I mean. Oh, just be really be there all the time and just stay, be in the classes and don't miss any work. And you should be a lot to do it. Mr. Coyles, 
from your perspective, what makes those DM subjects valuable and how do they stack up against traditional GCSEs? Um, so this is actually quite a common misconception that I think hopefully this podcast will be useful in, in dispelling some of the myths around this here is that a lot of people are unsure about what OCN subjects are and would feel that they are potentially maybe like lesser qualifications than GCSE. But what the point I'd like to get across is that as far as comparison to GCSE goes, they're perfectly equivalent. The difference being in the grading structure. So if you do a GCSE, you can get an A star, an A, a B, C star, so on and so forth. An OCN is pass fail and a pass is equivalent to a grade B. So for some students who are perhaps, you know, more accustomed and, and good at the, the exam side of things, then maybe the GCSE route would be for them. But for some of other other students who would maybe be okay with exams but might find that they would find it hard to cope with a lot of them at one time, that's where the real value of OCN can come in because it takes that pressure off them. And it gives students the opportunity to maybe if they did a GCSE and got a grade C or a C star, they can almost actually improve their outcomes by doing an OCM, which gives them an automatic B provided they do all the work. So to me, as far as stacking up against traditional GCSEs, I don't see any difference in them. It's an assessment difference rather than a quality of what you actually learn. It's all the same type of content. And some people will find that very often if they do dual pathways of courses, that some of the content's actually the same. It's just assessed differently. But in the other part of the question there about what makes them valuable, I think the big thing about OCN subjects that makes them valuable is the ability to actually learn and develop skills. It's a much more practical based subject in many cases and provides more opportunity again because you're not under that pressure of waiting for an exam or making sure you've covered the specification content. You can explore things that are more relevant to the learners in front of you. And so to me, the value is that, as I say, my classes get to experience many of the skills that we wouldn't probably have the time to explore in other subject areas because we'd be time constrained by an exam. Going into A-level then as well, I think that it's very, very valuable to give students the opportunity to practice those other alternative methods of assessment because not always at A-level do you do exams. You may be expected to do alternative things, which you get more opportunity to do in many of the OCN subjects. Miss Anderson, do you think that OCN subjects teach more valuable skills for life outside of school? I think they do. I think going back to what Mr Coyles has said about the emphasis that's placed on real-life learning is how I would describe the OCN subjects that I teach. Um, I mean, we're looking at a, a nationally recognised qualification. You're looking at GCSE grade B equivalents. Um, but the value of the real life learning, is, I think, is so much more important. I think as a society, we are all acutely aware of the drawbacks of this kind of rote learning style that exams offer, whereby kids learn information for two years and then at the end of that two years, it's assessed within an hour and 30 minutes. I think that totally undermines the quality of what has been done throughout, whereas OCN offers the opportunity for children to show a much broader skill set, a much broader understanding of course content as they go along, whereby all units are assessed. Um, now, because of that, I think it also helps learners to develop their time management skills in terms of life outside of school, um, where learners are expected to meet deadlines regularly um, rather than with exams where it's all sort of left to last minute sometimes. Um, so it teaches the importance of time management. It also teaches the importance of attendance. And in terms of life outside of school, I mean, if you're doing your day's work and you're not there, you simply miss that day's work. Um, and it's not a case of, oh, well, it, it, it doesn't really matter if I miss that day because I'll just do it one day at the end of two years. Um, so the importance of attendance in that when you are in lessons, the course is being taught and delivered and you are getting the work done as you go. Um, I suppose from an RE perspective, um, the opportunity that OCN subjects offer to develop independent thought, I think is invaluable for life outside of school. 
the beauty of OCN subjects are that you are not constricted or restricted by a curriculum and by specifications and, and course content. There are, of course, specifications to follow, but the assessment allows students much more of an opportunity to think independently and to show independent thought rather than just learning content material off by heart um, with possibly little to no understanding of what that material actually is. So I think just the word I would use is transferable. In my opinion, the skills um, that OCM subjects develop are much more transferable to, to life outside of school than the more traditional subjects. Thomas, do you think OCN subjects are just as good as traditional GCSEs? In your opinion, is it easier than traditional GCSEs? Um, I personally think that, well, OCN subjects are just as good because mm -hmm. they lead to certain A levels and certain universities actually like having OCN courses. But also, OCN builds like different skills instead of studying and learning it off by heart. Um, but it really just depends on what you prefer, like if you prefer to study or, or memorise it, GCSEs are good, but if you prefer doing like the work in class and as long as you keep up to date in it, I definitely recommend OCM subjects. Yeah, if I could just add on to what Thomas said there, um, I think that's he's hit the nail on the head there. It's about the individual person, if you're a year 10 pupil right now, deciding what's the right subject for you. If you're somebody that copes well with exams and enjoys that type of learning, then go for it. We're not trying to discourage you from doing that, but what we're just trying to make people aware of is there are other options available which have pathways to A-level. And as Thomas said, universities will recognise these qualifications, so you're not going to be at a disadvantage one way or the other. So I think that's a point that's worth bringing up there. Okay, Mr Coyles, what strengths do OCM subjects bring to the table and why should they be considered a part of GCSEs? So I can answer the second part of that question very directly. They should be considered on par with GCSEs because, as Miss Anderson said earlier, they are nationally recognised. So they are on par with GCSEs. They are exactly equal in weighting when it comes to the likes of UCAS points and when it comes to, to grading. It's just that a pass is used instead of the grade letter B. Um, so to me, that's why they should be considered because they, they genuinely are. In terms of strengths, what I think they bring to the table, we've already mentioned about the skills, but I think the opportunity for pupils to be assessed in other ways is probably the main strength that I find. For example, this podcast is part of the assessment that our students will be using to submit to OCN in order to gain a qualification. That to me is a really unique learning opportunity. Not everybody in every single school will get the chance to do assessment whereby you are you know, teaching a lesson like you might do in sport, for example, or photography like Callum you would do in creative arts, or even I'm sure Miss Anderson, there would be other examples in RE and vocational skills whereby pupils are, are doing things that aren't just putting pen to paper, writing assignments, essays, doing exams, that sort of thing. So to me, the opportunity to be assessed in different ways and be able to showcase your talents, to me, is the main strength that OCN subjects bring to the table for me. Hi guys, this is the next riddle. What can go up and down without moving? Callum, was there anything that you didn't expect about your OCN subjects? Do you enjoy your subjects so far? Well, following on on what Miss Anderson said, it is not that restrictive, to be honest, because 
yes, you do have to get all the deadlines done, everything has to be up to scratch, as Miss Anderson said, but it's less restrictive than GCSE because in GCSE you need to focus on this one thing and get it done, which is also what you know OCN does, except GCSE just forces it more on you. Meanwhile, OCN kind of lets it loose, sort of lets you relax and breathe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And probably with the support of the teacher too, you can. You know, yeah. GCSE, I think, sometimes can feel a little bit like it's you versus the paper all on your own, whereas OCN, yes, whilst you have to pass all units, hopefully all of your experiences are that your teacher is there to support you to pass those units yeah. as long as you're there in class. Well, I haven't had any altercations in OCN that could be damaging, but so far I'm enjoying my time in the OCN. <laughs> Mr. Coyles, Miss Anderson, you both teach GCSE subjects. Um, do you think teaching OCN is easier than GCSE? I don't think it's any easier, no, but I do know that I really appreciate the difference that it allows my teaching. Um, OCN, well, in my experience, my OCN classes are slightly smaller than my GCSE classes, and the strength of that is for me, I get to have uh, a much more personal relationship with the kids in the class, and I know that they probably get more of my time, perhaps, than if you've got a packed class of 28 students versus a class of 16, 18 kids. Um, those learners are naturally getting more... Um, personal learning um, and I think that's really beneficial but no I wouldn't say it's any easier but with OCN I very often find myself learning with the kids um, in terms of RE I mean we've just looked at um, a unit on addiction for example um, and it allows me to learn as I teach and we can it's, it's very much a shared experience and discussing real life matters that, that matter to the kids in the class so I, no, I wouldn't say it's any easier, but I definitely do enjoy teaching OCN and I enjoy the variety that brings to my timetable in the day. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that there. It's definitely no easier as such planning for any type of lesson will take the same amount of time depending on what you have to do that day. Um, it's less prescriptive, as I said before, so I don't have to just stand at the front and tell people information they need to know. As Miss Anderson said, I can almost learn as I go along too and, and get the perspective from the students as well because there's more time to have that open conversation about what's going on and relate it to real world examples and things like that there from an assessment point of view as well i mean probably it's it's more difficult actually for for staff because we have to then make sure that all the coursework and all the assessment material is there and that's quite heavy on the admin side but the pros of that to me far outweigh the cons of potentially you know the administrative duties that it gives me because it means that every learner gets to showcase how they've met the criteria and they don't have to have all done the same work and to me that can be quite an enjoyable process then seeing how they've pieced together the puzzles of their assessment criteria in order to show that they have understanding of those parts there. And in terms of, um, sorry to interrupt you sir, in terms of this sort of being a, a myth-busting exercise as you say, there sometimes is um, the wrong perception amongst year 10s or anybody considering picking uh, OCN subjects that they are easier for the learners. I think it's really important that we're totally transparent about that. The, sometimes the drawback of an OCN subject can be that you must pass all units. I know that's the case for RE, and I think, sir, that is the case yep. for all OCN. Mm-hmm. That is correct, yeah. Included, whereby in an examination, you've got to remember a 60% roughly is going to be your pass C grade, which allows you, in theory, to get 40% of the paper wrong but still pass. 
whereas OCM you must pass all units in RE it's nine uh, you cannot afford to fail even one um, because if you do you would essentially fail the entire course and the qualification wouldn't be valid so there is definitely um, a misconception that, that OCN is plain sailing it is a it's demanding in terms of course content and the learners would probably say the same thing there is pressure to make sure that all units are up to scratch and that all learning objectives are met but the benefits in my opinion of it being 100% coursework based and no pressure from exams do outweigh that but it, it's something that it's really important for you year 10 if you are a year 10 listener right now to bear in mind that there is a pressure to pass all units not just some Dimitri and Russian from your standpoint how have you navigated challenges with those end subjects and what did you do to overcome them um my challenges i find while doing an OCN subject is my outside of school life whenever i was taking part in social groups and activities that I might have took days off because I needed to, it might have affected my hours and it, it took long hours and it might have took time out of my subjects so I needed to spend more time with my teacher and get caught up on that and it just, that's that's how I overcame them, I just I spent more time focusing on them, I went, I came in every day and I get, got my work done and I just just I find that my teacher really helped me to get all my work done. Would you find you get a lot of homework in OCN subjects rushing? You barely get any, you don't even get any. So the idea is that really the work can be done in school? Yeah. Meaning that if you do have more you to do outside of school then you're maybe less restricted yeah. by a lot of that there? Would you agree Callum? Sometimes you can either do it in school or you could do it at home which mm-hmm. clears it up yeah. because there's a maximum 100% grade and if you're any under it either you pass or you fail. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Well, I personally, I've been told though that you, you have to like, they, they definitely the teachers expect your work to be done, and so if it has to be done at home, you'll need to get it done at home if you're caught behind. To me, is it not a no-brainer that if you can get it done in class though, then that leaves you with more free time at home? Yeah. Yeah. Good. But I suppose when, Roshan, what you're saying, when those extracurricular commitments, I mean yours was rehearsals for yeah. the show, when they were happening during the school day and you had to take time off, yeah. then it was probably quite difficult to get caught up on the, the missed class time, is that what it is that you're saying? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, but as long as, I mean, you were totally transparent with me as your teacher, we were able to work through it, plan around rehearsals and you're essentially back up to speed now, yeah. after what was a very busy term, and it meant you got to balance the extracurricular as well, which was really important to you at the time and really important for you to do as well. The final riddle of this episode of the podcast is what starts with a T, ends with a T, and has T in it. Tamika, what advice would you give to those who are picking OCN subjects? Well, I think with like GCSE subjects, people are like, I want to do them, they're better for me. But OCN, I think, is probably even better because there is coursework and it, as I said, probably a bit harder. But it's like nice because then you can, and everyone else is stressing about a GCSE they have to do at the end of the year. Um, people that do coursework, just like I do business, I don't have to stress about that. I can just kind of sit back and relax and be like, I guess I picked this subject. And I'm happy that I picked business OCM, so I don't have to stress about it. I think my perception of it would be that your stress is not any different. It's just balanced throughout the year. So Tamika, you're talking about children who at the end of this year will be under a lot of pressure for a very short time. 
whereas you're probably under manageable amounts of pressure to meet deadlines consistently rather than just sort of maybe coast along for a little while and then it all come at you at once at the end. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Just a manageable amount of well-paced pressure. <laughs> yeah, my advice would be that really, again, everyone will have an opinion on what you should do at GCSE, whether that be OCN subjects or general GCSE subject choices. Your friends will have an opinion, your parents, family members, people in your community even you know youth leaders and things like that there but ultimately you need to make the choices that are right for you and what you want to do um, whether that be GCSE or OCM but in terms of as I say trying to, to promote OCN subjects as, a, as an option my advice would be don't rule them out if it's a case of not understanding or not being sure about what they entail speak to the teachers that teach them mm-hmm. um, we have a number of subjects currently on offer such as sport and IT applications and creative arts and RE and we're introducing new courses like childcare which may be you know of, of interest to our current year 10 students so if you're not sure about whether an OCN subject is right for you the best advice I can give you is to speak to the teachers that do that and speak to your careers teachers and you know use the time in your careers classes to to get what you need to know so that you can make an informed decision because that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. And any any of the of you, year ten again, if you are a year ten listener that I have spoken to, and um, what tends to happen is if you're unsure about an OCN subject, we've almost worked backwards in terms of if you have a particular career in mind, we've gone on, maybe looked at university, hypothetically looking at university entry criteria and checking back then, okay, how would that impact my A level choices? How does that trace back to my GCSEs? Would an OCN choice restrict me in any way? And for the several of you who've been through that experience with me, either in your careers classes or sort of ad hoc throughout the day, dropping in for chats over the last couple of weeks, the answer has always been no. And there hasn't ever been a child that I have spoken to um, with regards to OCN subjects where we have found that it wouldn't be a positive choice for them or a possible choice for them. They have never proven to be restrictive uh, in terms of access to third level education. So as Mr. Coyle says, if you are considering it, check in with us just to make sure that it doesn't impact you on down the line. But in my experience so far, um, the answer has always been no, it doesn't. They are widely recognised, very credible, and as we've said at the beginning, um, nationally recognised qualifications that are the, the grade B equivalent. So I think it's all positive. Hi everyone, it's Archie here from Year 11. We're just taking a short break from the podcast to give our listeners a message from one of our sponsors. Attention ice cream enthusiasts and foodies alike. Today's episode of the Dominicast is brought to you by Marilise to Go, the ultimate local takeaway ice cream shop on the promenade in Port Stewart. Marilise to Go is not just an ice cream parlour, it's an experience. Imagine strolling along the stunning coastline and treating yourself to a delicate scoop of handcrafted goodness from Marilise to Go. Wherever you're resident or just passing through, Marilise to Go offers a tantalising array of flavours from classics like creamy vanilla and rich chocolate. They have it all. Marilis to go doesn't just stop at ice cream. They've got a menu that includes heavenly milkshakes, sundaes, and even savory snacks for those looking to balance their sweet cravings. So dear listeners, if you find yourself in Port Stewart or planning to visit, make sure to swing by the Marilis to go and treat yourself to a scoop or two. Um, would you recommend any of your OCN subjects to your 10s who are struggling with t- subject choices? I could not agree more. I would highly recommend that people would do uh, creative arts because it's really fun. You get to work with cameras and photography and you sometimes even get to go outside and take photos of the lovely wildlife. Anyone else want to add to that one there? Thomas, would you recommend IT apps? Uh, 
Well, remember when, your take trays. When I <laughs> when I was picking my choices, I wasn't a fan of ICT in third year, and I was I was always told that now that we're getting into the, now that we're in the twenty first century, AI is pretty much are going to be our world in the next few years. So my my parents told me that I should probably do a, a subject, and I nearly didn't do the subject, but I'm glad I have done it. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend it. Did your brother have any influence on you doing it? Because I know he did it uh, previously to you. He, he, he told me it was the funnest and easiest subject he's ever done in his life. Good. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I didn't teach him that year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mr. McGoldrick there. Um, and just on the note of your brother, Thomas, um, he's actually gone on to then study the equivalent at A-level yeah. in that subject. So that was useful for him as well, that that IT apps course opened up the opportunity to him for A-level courses, and he has been given university offers based on that, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Good. Good to hear. Well, thank you all for your perspectives. Your insights have shed light on the value of OCN subjects. I hope this will help our future year 11s with subject choices and inform them on the true nature of OCN. Hi everyone, Jaden here from year 11. There you have it, another enlightening episode of the Dominicast. We hope today's discussion has brought you some useful information which will assist you with making GCSE subject choices. Many thanks to all our guests, students and staff who contributed to this episode. Don't forget this episode itself has been produced, recorded and edited by Year 11 OCN IT application students and will be used as evidence as part of the qualification. Don't forget we are available on all major platforms such as Spotify and Apple Music. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review as your feedback helps us bring content that resonates with you. We'll be back soon on another episode, but in the meantime, have a nice time and we'll see you again soon. Bye. The Dominicast at Dominican College Port Stewart.